Marcus Johansson's second go around with the Wild went way better than the first. So what needs to happen for that to continue in 2023-2024? We discuss today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is happening, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any new episodes throughout the course of the week. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we dive into Marcus Johansson's season preview. We'll take a look at some stats and some keys for Johansson to continue and uh, an impressive second stint with the Minnesota Wild. My name is Seth Topal, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, and it was a move when it first happens that I myself was not really sure about the reacquisition of Marcus Johansson. Uh, he had had a decent year with the Washington Capitals, and he comes here and he looks like just a completely different player than he was the first time around, and I think... The big thing to lay out was that Marcus Johansson was finally healthy, fully healthy this past season, as opposed to the version that the Wilds got a few years ago, and he just was not. He was skating fast. He looked good. He was an impact player on the second line for this team down the stretch and really helped take the combination of Jewel Eriksson, Matt Boldy, and Marcus Johansson to the same sort of level that we saw two years ago from the Boldy Goudreau Fiala combination. It was a line that just was relentless. They terrorized opponents and it really, it worked. But then unfortunately, Jewel Eriksson broke his leg and that combination was not accessible during the postseason. And then you had Boldy Goudreau, and Johansson and that trio just did not did not get the same results as they did with Erickson Eck. And Johansson was dinged up down the stretch as well. So it was a combination in which during the regular season they did really good things together, as we alluded upon last week, outscored their opponents while on the ice 14 to 4 and uh became, you know outside of Kaprizov, Hartman, and Zuccarello, became the most important combination on this team. And they will be relied upon to do a lot of that here again this season. And so you look at the numbers for Johansson all told. He had six goals, 12 assists, 18 total points in 20 games with the Minnesota Wild. He was a plus six. He had um, one power play goal with the Wilds, one shorthanded goal, and um, had five total power play points. He shot 14.3% with the Wild, 17 minutes, 43 seconds of ice time with the Wild, and um, 
seven blocks, one hit, seven takeaways, seven giveaways. And you look at the total numbers, 19 goals for Johansson this past season. He played 80 games, which was the most he's played in a season since 2016-2017. 19 goals, also the most he's had in a season since that season. 46 points, also the most he's had in a season since 2016-2017. Had uh, just eight penalty minutes on the season. None with the Minnesota Wild in the regular season. And so not somebody that's going to hurt you in that aspect really at all. And the power play numbers, five power play goals, which is the most in a season since, again, 2016, 2017. And really just any number that you look at was a career high or the uh, the highest that he's had in a season since. 2016 2017 which was the last time he didn't miss any games in a season he's just been banged up with various things throughout the course of the last six years and then this year finally was able to get a full off season in get a full season in without having to deal with anything uh, until unfortunately the last couple of games of the season so all in all it was a really good season for Marcus Johansson and I think just proves that when healthy is a lot left in the tank and a lot that he can give a team like the Minnesota Wild as long as he can stay on the ice now the numbers in the postseason with the Wild everybody's numbers were not great he did have two goals uh, in the uh, series against Dallas, but was a minus five and um, really just wasn't as big of a factor as he was. Um, a lot of that with had to do with Jewel Erickson Eck being out of the lineup, but a lot of it was just everybody just kind of wilted under that uh, postseason pressure. So all in all, a uh, a good season for Marcus Johansson. And the big question becomes, what does this season look like? And will he be able to um, maintain and uh, repeat the success that he had with that line combination throughout the course of the season? So as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild, we're going to take a look at the stats and see what we expect to see from Johansson uh, for this coming season. All of that coming up here on Locked on Wild after this. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. You heard me right. All customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel that there is. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. Vikings fans, right now the the Vikings are six-point favorites over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but the one that I like is that over-under of 45-and-a-half should be some points in week one. So I would take the over if it were me. 
Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with an offer you absolutely cannot miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Uh, for the everydayers, make sure that you stick with us through the rest of this week. We'll get to the first line. We'll talk Caprizov, we'll talk Zuccarello, and we'll talk Ryan Hartman as well uh, throughout the rest of the week. So make sure that you stay tuned so you don't miss out on any Lockdown Wild boot camp here throughout uh, the rest of the offseason. So let's talk statistics for Marcus Johansson for 2023-2024. Now, as we mentioned, Johansson had a uh, really good stint with the Minnesota Wild with 18 points in 12 games, but let's look at the let's look at the breakdown of how things played out when Matt Boldy had his absolutely torrid March uh, in which he scored uh, 12 goals in the month of March. Johansson had, I think, two goals in that uh, that same month, but was uh, very active in the points department in helping set Boldy up for uh, a lot of those a lot of those looks that uh, that led to just a flurry of points uh, down the stretch. So I don't see any reason why Johansson can't equal or go above uh, the numbers that he set. The, the big one for Johansson is going to be the game's play. If he can play close to 80 games, 75 games, somewhere in there, then he has a chance to be uh, around a 20-goal scorer. Six goals in 20 games, if you do the math, that's a quarter of the season, roughly, which would lead to then 24 goals on that same pace. But again, if we take even slightly less than that, because that was a pretty good pretty good run that that line went on. So even if you take 70% of that or 75% of uh, of what that line was able to do, that's still 18 goals. And we've talked and I think we've landed on a pretty solid number for this line is somewhere in that 70 goals range total. I think that's going to be a pretty easy over if these guys stay healthy and if they play. And for Johansson especially, he is the one on this line that has the speed. And so if he's using that speed and he's getting some potential breakaway or odd man rush opportunities, he's going to be the one getting to the goalie the quickest. And so therefore, he's going to be the one that gets those lead passes. We saw this a couple of times uh, during the course of the season where he'd get these long outlet passes uh, to where there was maybe one guy to beat for him to get to the net. And so I'm going to do this in terms of goals for the season. I'm going to take the over. I think Johansson can hit the over uh, over that 19, because let's also keep in fact to the first part of the season for Johansson with the Washington Capitals. The Capitals were all over the place, and he was not playing as prominent of a role with them as he was with us. And so um, 13 goals in 60 games and then six goals in 20 games 
I think he can be a 20 goal guy if he stays healthy, which then points at 29. Um, at uh, I beg your pardon, at uh, 46. He can, I think, be between a 50 and 60 point guy on that line while also being healthy. So I'm going to I'm going to take the over there as well. Now the numbers that are going to probably change are on the power play because we did see Johansson with players out. We did see him get some top power play time at the end of the season. I don't think we're going to see as much of that unless there are players that are hurt and out of the lineup. So you could see the power play numbers dip, but I think we are going to see the even strength numbers stay relatively the same, maybe a slight uptick um, in those departments. But I don't see any reason why, if he's healthy, that Johansson can't be a 20-goal, 50- to 60-point guy. There just are a ton of opportunities that are out there for this team or for that line to score if they're doing what they're supposed to do. And so I'm I'm pushing the over buttons on uh, on Johansson for uh, for all of those categories. And um, I, I think I think he's capable of doing it. Now, there is one measure. In which uh, there is luck being attributed to uh, what the Minnesota Wild were uh, were able to do um, over the course of the season uh, at the end. And that stat is PDO. And basically what it boils down to is it is shooting percentage and save percentage put together. The sum is multiplied by 10, and that total is a team's PDO. And basically what this means is if you have goalies that are saving a ton of pucks and you have players that are shooting a really high percentage, your PDO is going to be higher. There were some outlets that attributed a lot of what the Wild did this past season to a high PDO that was potentially not sustainable going forward. But you got to look at the places in which the shots were coming from for the Wild. And I could see using PDO as a, a way to kind of throw caution to certain results. But it's not like the Johansson, Eriksnek, Boldy combination was taking shots from the top of the zone that were deflecting off of goalies or, or those things that truly are lucky breaks. A lot of it was just having the right mix of players to be in spots to make good plays and to simply beat goalies. So I don't know that I necessarily buy a high PDO being the cause for these results and that it's something this season that is not sustainable. But uh, I guess we will just have to wait and see uh, how that plays out. The Wild, for what it's worth, their PDO this past season was 101.3. Their PDO against was 99.8. So it's not a huge 
it's not a huge difference. And it's a team that struggled to score goals through much of the season. So I don't know. I, I don't feel like now maybe it was a statistic that you could have used two years ago when the team was scoring just a ton of goals, creating a ton of late game heroics and uh, come from behind victories. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to try to dig in and, and see what the PDO is that season, go right ahead. But that all didn't, that all did not uh, happen the same way this past season. So I don't know. I don't know that I buy it. Uh, now the big question for Marcus Johansson is going to be, can he get through a full season? And so we will discuss that while also taking a look at um, potential names that could fill in if he were to miss time as we finish today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. For the everydayers, make sure to stick with us through the rest of the week as we will uh, guide you through Lockdown Wild Boot Camp and uh, continue to give you looks at uh, season previews for the top line. Kaprizov, Hartman, Zuccarello. We'll look at all those guys here the rest of this week. And then we'll move to the defense and the goaltending as we uh, move through the month of September. So the big key for Marcus Johansson, excuse me, is can he stay healthy? Can he play in a majority of the games for this uh, this team as the season wears on. Now, last year, he played in 80 games. The year before that, he played in 69. He's been more in the 60 to 70 game range uh, for the last six seasons than he has been in the 70 to 80 game range. And so if he can avoid major injury, which is the thing that you want with every player. If he can avoid major injury and can avoid nagging injuries, then I think he should be fine. He's not a player that plays overly physical. And so it's not like he is going out of his way to contact other players. Now, if there can be any sort of freak injury that happens during the course of a game, but Johansson's style of play is one to where he is not going to he's not going to injure himself trying to smash somebody into the boards. So there's a pretty good chance that he should be able to get through the course of the season. If he doesn't though, there are a few names that you could look at to be potential replacements um in that spot. The the first one, the interesting one is the uh, one of the lone signings for the Wild this offseason, Vinny Letary. Signed to a two-way contract, player that has some uh, some decent speed, and a guy who is just looking for an opportunity to uh, to show what he has at the NHL level. So he could be a guy that would fill in if Johansson misses a longer amount of time. Sammy Walker, we saw it last year, uh, that Walker and Erickson Eck and Boldy, they had good chemistry together. So I would say 
your hierarchy of who fills in would probably be that Sammy Walker gets the first opportunity to try to see if some of that magic can be rekindled. Otherwise, I would think Vinny Letary will get an opportunity. And we'll talk about uh, Letary before we are done here um, with Locked on Wild Boot Camp. So we'll give him a, a full episode to dive into as well. But I would imagine Letary will be near the top of the list. If you're looking to replace that speed element, those are probably the two likeliest players to do so. Unless you opt to fill in-house in which case then maybe you pull Brandon Duhame up to fill in on that spot as opposed to, um, I would say anything but uh, but just pushing Marcus Foligno up to that spot and hoping that there's any sort of, um, any sort of success from that, um, from that trio. I, I would rather the speed component be the one that gets filled in that capacity. Now, there are a couple of other things that you could look to do. Adam Beckman, certainly another name that could add more shooting touch, not necessarily the speed, but he could certainly be another name to look at to fill in on that second line. Um, If you're looking to just replace that spot in the lineup without doing a ton of juggling, if you are going to juggle some things around, then... This is where Marco Rossi could come into the conversation to where maybe you bump Jewel Erickson up, put Rossi on the second line and slide somebody to that wing spot on the second line. Maybe Ryan Hartman just to uh, just to juggle things up a little bit. If any of those players that we mentioned before don't work as well filling in in that spot. There are options for how to fill, but overall, I think the second line is one that um, should have a good season this uh, this upcoming year. They'll be expected to do a ton uh, to help Kaprizov, Zuccarello, and Hartman because your third line is going to be more defensive. Your fourth line is going to be a spark plug, but they should have a, a good line as well, a good season as well. And so the key here really is just to keep all the parts on the table and uh, to just keep them humming and, uh, and working together like that well-oiled machine that they were this past season. If you boil it down to 70 goals is a successful season for this trio, give me the overall day. Give me, I mean... If you go 20 from Johansson and 30 from Boldy and close to 30 from Erickson Eck, there's your 70 right there. And that's not even taking into consideration Erickson Eck continuing to have um, improvement seasons and Boldy building off of his 30-goal breakout season. It should be pretty easily attainable for these three uh, to do that. And this is why, as we've looked at it throughout the course of the off season, this is why I'm still pretty adamant that I think the offense will be better this season than it was last year, because they're just, there's more, uh, continuity in the top six. And you're not going to have at least right now, you're not going to have as much in the way of problems, 
um, with trying to get everybody to gel um, and hit the ground running, essentially. So I'm expecting a big year from the second line, and uh, we'll have to see how that plays out here uh, as the season unfolds. But that will do it for today's episode of Locked on Wilds. Again, if this is your first time tuning in to Locked on Wild, we're glad to have you. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any new episodes throughout the course of the week. You can find all of our content uh, at YouTube and just searching Locked on Wild wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can find everything that we've got for you. Uh, Make sure that you leave us a five-star review if you would like to as well. Those help get us wider circulated. Uh, in the various podcast algorithms. So uh, just make sure that you join in and uh, we'll continue to keep you updated throughout the course of the off season with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly. An AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write. So I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.